6: ...are the true and the living God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Buckley.
7: Thank you, thank you, thank you, Dr. Billy Graham. As you are in glory and your precious wife is in glory this day, your words are eternal. And your assurances to us on this National Day of Prayer take on additional meaning as well as uh, all of the national figures that uh, you hear every day and you just heard as we introduce today's program. Well, aren't we blessed? We are the home of the brave. We really are, and we're the home of the free. And this year, as literally thousands upon thousands, millions upon millions will be calling on the name of the Lord, We'll be following in organized prayer throughout the country. We are honored that this day here with the Salem, Salem Radio Network here in Central Florida, uh, we're going to be honoring the Lord just the same. You know, today would have been a day that I would have been talking about the National Day of Prayer brunch. I would have probably been talking about one of the uh, prayer activities this morning. I would tell you that I'd be slipping out this afternoon to uh, uh, head out to uh, uh, the park for the, for the Threshers or for, uh, they're now called the Tampa Tarpons, used to be the Tampa Yankees, where we would go and uh, be a part of hosting uh, with our promotions crew here for a National Day of Prayer Community Gathering at uh, one of those uh, baseball stadiums. But you know, the Lord had a different plan today. And you know what's so very special about his plan? There's going to be so many more people taking part in today's National Day of Prayer than would have ever happened if we were having one of our uh, regular uh, celebrations. Why? Uh, Because I know that there's going to be a lot of people tuning in. And this afternoon... You can't go to any of these venues because the venues aren't happening. But we're going to bring the National Day of Prayer to you. And, in fact, our response from our area pastors has been such an overwhelming blessing. We've had, and we have right now, we have planned for a two-hour special beginning at four during this Bill Bunkley show where we've got uh, prayers covering every gamut of America, national, state, local, uh, armed forces, first responders. And uh, I got to tell you that our pastors so responded as we got the word out. We're going to start a little bit early this afternoon. Amen, Amen. We're going to begin a little after the 3:30 hour uh, because we have been so blessed and we have some messages. And, uh, or prayers, I should say, and I'm going to ask you right now to um, make a phone call, text your friends, do an email blast, maybe share a word on Facebook right now, Instagram or Twitter, and we're going to have thousands of people that are going to be joining us right here for our very special presentation of the National Day of Prayer. And we are a people that are going to come together, and we are going to humble ourselves. Because the Lord has given us that perfect example about humbling ourselves. And that example comes to us from the very well-known scripture verse, Chronicles, the second book, 7 and 14. And today... My dear brothers and sisters who are in Christ, these words bring a special message. Before I share that special message, let me make something abundantly clear. Everyone that is listening to this broadcast right now, Jesus Christ loves you. Jesus Christ wants to be a part of your life. If you don't know him this afternoon, This would just be a very special day for you to invite him into your heart. For you to ask him to be a special part of your life. He wants to come into your life today. And I can also say that before we share the position of our knees to humble ourselves between an awesome God and to absolutely thank Him for what He has given us here in the United States of America. What He has given us here in Florida. I want to tell you that if you have gone down some roads and you've not been walking with the Lord, as you listen today, I want to invite you to share these prayers with us. Those who who may have walked away and those who are really considering that deep void in your heart, and you want to fill that. And there is nothing, I promise you, I assure you, there is nothing in this world that's going to to fill that emptiness in your heart. The one and only cure for that is Jesus Christ and Him living in your life. So I want to tell you that as we go before our Lord and we humble ourselves, and this nation has a lot that we need to ask forgiveness for. This nation has rebelled in so many ways. This, the people of this nation, large segments, have rebelled against God. The remnant, you and I as Christ followers, we are a remnant. And I tell you that if you want to come home to him, back to him, or you want to accept him, join the rest of us believers because we are a remnant. And it doesn't matter what the world thinks. It doesn't matter if the, if the world doesn't acknowledge God. It doesn't matter if they uh, just absolutely refuse to follow any of his principles, as we once did 200-plus years ago, as we did with those who came to these shores, wanting religious freedom, not only wanting freedom from an organized church, a state church like the Church of England, but they wanted to come here with individual spiritual freedom. They believe that God drew them to America to form this new nation that was designed, was part, was formed, was put together by Christian principles. And that's what we are talking about today. And I I am just uh, so honored to be with you and what we're going to be doing today. It is just special, special, special. Now, let me share what I believe to be one of the most important verses that the Holy Spirit gave to us, a teaching, a principle, that reminds us that we come today with a humble heart. We come today with uplifted hands and praise and honor and glory to you, Lord. You are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And right now, let's 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 humble ourselves. Let's humble ourselves before the great and mighty God. Second Chronicles 7:14. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Oh, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, every word of this prayer is not only relevant today, but we need to take this to heart. Those of us who are a remnant of what I would call Orthodox Christianity in America, there is a remnant just like there's always been a remnant of those of our Jewish brothers and sisters who are part of the covenant. Now we're part of the new covenant. We are his people. We are Christians. We are called by his name. His name is Jesus Christ. We are called Christians. If we humble ourselves, that's right, During this day, if you're at a place where you are moved or you want to get on your knees, please get on your knees. Please humble yourself before the Lord. Please ask the Lord to to, to give us wisdom, give us direction. Ask the Lord to forgive us, to forgive those just like Jesus on the cross. So many of the people that we interact every day, I can hear Jesus say, as they have rejected him, I could hear us saying what Jesus said because we want no one to to perish, to be there and say, Lord, 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 forgive them. They know not what they do. We've got a wide, wide, wide patch of America in rebellion, and they have no idea what they're doing before a mighty God. And the important thing is, is that we are in the church age. We are in the age of grace. We are in the age of forgiving them, praying for them. Well, asking for God's forgiveness to them, praying for them and to go to the throne room on their behalf. Will you pray as you humble? Will you allow the Lord to seek your face? And yes, let me say today. Are you willing to put that stake in the ground and tell the Lord, I will turn from any of my wicked ways. That's called revival. And then you know what's going to happen to you? Yes, sir, that's you. Yes, ma'am, that's you. God will hear those prayers. God will see that humility. God will feel the emotions of that crying out. God will heal. God will hear. And today he's going to hear every prayer that's given today from his throne room in heaven. Why? Literally thousands of you are going to be joining us during this time to pray. And um, we can move mountains. We can move mountains if we pray in faith. And more importantly, importantly, he's going to forgive our sin. And last but not least, he promises to heal our land. Are we serious about beseeching the God of the universe and his son and his Holy Spirit to heal our land? That's what today is all about. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
4: Through the Bible's Dr. J. Vernon McGee has an invitation.
8: Today, we invite you to study with us the Bible from Genesis, Revelation. Listen to the program. Listen to it regularly. If you've
4: accepted that invitation, Through the Bible would love to hear from you. It's letter month. Tell them how your
2: Bible study with them has changed your life. Write a letter and let us know how Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee has impacted your life.
4: SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers the coronavirus pandemic has forced us to find new ways to live but where is god in the midst of it and how does it affect our faith get a free download of john piper's new book coronavirus and christ from family life today
1: john writes this is a time when the fragile form of this world is felt the seeming solid foundations are shaking playing the odds provides little hope it's not a firm place to stand the question we should be asking is do we have a rock under our feet a rock that cannot be shaken ever
4: download coronavirus and christ by logging onto our station website and using the keyword download in this free book
2: you'll get answers to your questions and concerns answers you can share with others Download your free copy of Coronavirus in Christ by John Piper at LetstalkFaith.com. Keyword download. LetstalkFaith.com. Keyword download.
9: Welcome
7: back. Today is the National Day of Prayer. And if you're just joining us, um, we had originally scheduled to um, get our official prayer time underway at 4 o'clock because of the tremendous response and the sharing from our local pastors. Uh, Just giving you a little bit of a programming note, we'll be initiating uh, those testimonies, those prayers, a little after the bottom of the hour during this hour, and you are going to be blessed. We are going to be blessed, and um, the prayers that we will be sharing, we are going to ask we 're going to ask the Lord to just move mountains we 're going to ask the lord to to not only have mercy on us but we are told that we have not because we ask not in the middle of the covid nineteen situation that we are in. Only God knows all the facts. Only God knows uh, what lies before us. And only He can lead and guide and direct us. And as we pray today, we must do all that we can to be on His plan. To go forth in His plan. And today it is a It is a very, very special day, and the reason why it's a special day is so many people are going to be listening by way of podcasts, by way of what we're going to be doing this afternoon, and so we have a very unique opportunity to come together. So let's talk a minute about what this today, what this theme is all about. And remember that this is a proclamation. This is a proclamation day. It is um, it is directed by the U.S. Congress. It's designated, and it is required that the president of the United States this year is the honorable Donald Trump. But it's up to him, and he has uh, to declare today to be a day for Americans to. Turn to God in prayer and meditation. Now, as much as I'm sure there are some Americans that are livid, that is the government's language. That is the government's position. Today, we are to open our arms and look up to the heavens, knowing that God is there and here, and we are to pray to him and Meditate. Right now, I want to call you into a period of meditation for the next two and a half hours plus that as we are praying, if the Holy Spirit lays something on your heart just where you're at, add that to the prayers of this program. Participate. Be involved. And we have a rich legacy. Our first president of the United States, George Washington, he was a praying man. We'll talk about that in just a few moments. President Abraham Lincoln certainly was in um, a period of great controversy. But the National Day of Prayer began in the fall. It actually began in 1863. It was a Thanksgiving Day in the fall, first established by President Lincoln. And as you know, with the Civil War, can you imagine today that we are dealing with the COVID-19 plague? Can you imagine in those years, during and immediately following the Civil War, the absolutely horrendous amount of mass mass casualties brothers i mean brothers on brothers fighting for two different sides imagine the healing the healing that had to take place after that well fast forward because it wasn't until 1952 and during that year, the president was Harry S. Truman. And uh, Mr. Truman established what we know today as the National Day of Prayer. And a president that some of you are probably pretty familiar with. A lot of you quote this president from time to time. It was President Ronald Reagan. who put into the process the first Thursday of May to be the day every year that we celebrate the National Day of Prayer. Now, this year we have a theme, and you may have heard the theme already sometime throughout the day or this morning as you were preparing to to go to work or to go into your work office. Today's theme is Pray God's Glory Across the Earth. Think about God's glory and majesty. Oh, how awesome that is. How sweet that is. How thankful I am that I was called of him, that I accepted Jesus Christ, and he rescued me from the life of the world. And now I live for him. But we're to pray in more of this. Pray in God's glory, not just in America, but all around the globe. It'd be awesome if, if our astronauts on the space station that something would happen, and all of a sudden you could see glory, and then they could be on the sta- space station and they could see the prayers going up, just circling this round sphere with, the, the, you know, with, with this sort of uh, uh, enclosure to be able to see God's glory. Now, there was a prophet, an Old Testament prophet, by the name of Habakkuk. And if you want to know our emphasis this year, if you have your Bibles, turn to Habakkuk 2, uh, the 14th verse. In it is the proclamation, quote, For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea, close quote. That's the kind of prayer, that's the kind of prayer covering, that's the kind of beseeching that we'll be doing this afternoon to our Heavenly Father, through His Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, tell the Lord how much you love Him. Tell the Lord how much you appreciate Him. Tell the Lord how much you totally trust Him. And if you're struggling in any of those areas, ask the Lord to help you this day. You may not have the strength, but pray for His strength. His strength will come in the power through you through the power of the Holy Spirit. What you can't do in the flesh, He can do supernaturally. You have to reach out and you have to ask. Well, as this year brings a whole new emphasis because of COVID-19, this year, once again, do we need greatly for his divine guidance. I may this day and during this time that you humble yourselves as I humble myself under God's mighty hand. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is a special Bill Bunkley show on the National Day of Prayer. Don't go away.
10: I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Justice Department dropping its criminal case against President Trump's first national security advisor, Michael Flynn. The Justice Department says it's dropping the case after, quote, a considered review of all the facts and circumstances of this case, including newly discovered and disclosed information. The case was brought by special counsel Robert Mueller. The Texas Supreme Court has ordered Shelley Luther, a Dallas salon owner, to be released from jail after she was found in criminal contempt of court. The announcement came shortly after Governor Greg Abbott said Texans can't be jailed for violating statewide executive orders, as some businesses are being allowed to reopen in that state. On Wall Street, stocks are higher, the Dow up 228 points, the Nasdaq 124 points higher. This is SRN News
12: What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true, Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229, or give online, preborn.org slash radio.
1: Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose, so
2: decide today
13: to start living on purpose. But know this, you can expect
1: challenges along the way. So you've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910,
2: and Let's Talk Take Faith Talk, AM570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, LetstalkFaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com.
3: The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear enemies of doubt it's who we are it's what we do it's a promise made to you for more than two centuries a promise of the marines
7: good afternoon welcome back this is the National Day of Prayer on the Bill Bunkley Show. Honored to have you here this afternoon. We're going to be beginning our prayers a little bit earlier than the 4 o'clock hour as publicized because we have had such a response from our pastors. And we believe that every prayer is important for us to corporately rally behind and to lift up to heaven. What I want to do in just a moment is I want to go back to our studios. Joe Weaver is our director of all the programming for all of our radio stations here in the West Central area for Salem Radio, Salem Media. And that's because I've asked him to share the proclamation that will be delivered during our prayer time by the President of the United States, Donald Trump. And the timing of when the President would be delivering that would be during a commercial break, uh, if, it, if it happens as scheduled. So I would not want you to miss what the President has to say. And so I've asked Joe Weaver. We have had the correspondence in from the White House with the declaration. And so now I invite Joe Weaver in to share the president the president's comments on this day of the national day of prayer
14: yes thank you bill and as you uh, had indicated here it's a uh, the situation is that his proclamation will actually be coming on the air as we are going to be on the air so we're not going to be able to carry it live as it's happening so to your point we wanted to make sure that we covered it all and so we have the transcript of what he's going to say certainly if we have time later on in the show we will attempt to play the audio of it but in lieu of that i'm going to uh, provide it to everybody that's listening so that way they can know what the proclamation is and it is as follows and now i begin the quote on this national day of prayer americans reaffirm that prayer guides and strengthens our nation and we express with humility and gratitude our firm reliance on the protection of divine providence as one nation under god we share a legacy of faith that sustains and inspires us and a heritage of religious liberty today we join together and lift up our hearts remembering the words of first john 5, 5 14 that tell us when we ask anything according to his will he hears us From our earliest days, our dependence on God has brought us to seek his divine counsel and unfailing wisdom. Our leaders have often encouraged their fellow citizens to seek wisdom from God and have recognized God's power to lead our nation ahead to brighter days. When the prod... When the prospects for our independence seemed bleak, General George Washington proclaimed a national day of fasting, humiliation, hum- humiliation, and prayer, humbly to supplicate the mercy of almighty God. Following the devastating destruction of the civil war, president Lincoln delivered his second inaugural address and invoked the power of prayer to bind up the nation's wounds. And more than a hundred years later, President Reagan noted our long reliance on prayer throughout our history, writing that through the storms of revolution, civil war and the great world wars, as well as during times of disillusionment and disarray, the nation has turned to God in prayer for deliverance today, as much as ever, our prayerful dedication continues as our nation combats the coronavirus. During the past weeks and months, our heads have bowed at places outside of our typical houses of worship, whispering in silent solitude for God to renew our spirit and carry us through unforeseen, and seemingly unbearable hardships even though we have been unable to gather together in fellowship with our church families we are still connected through prayer and the calming reassurance that god will lead us through life's many valleys in the midst of these trying and unprecedented times we are reminded that just as those before us turn to god in their darkest hours so must we seek his wisdom strength and healing hand we pray that he comforts those who have lost loved ones, heals those who are sick, strengthens those who are on the front lines, and reassures all Americans that through trust in him we can overcome all obstacles. May we never forget that prayer guides and empowers our nation and that all things are possible with God. In times of prosperity, strife, peace and war, Americans lean on his infinite love, grace and understanding. Today, on this National Day of Prayer, let us come together and pray to the Almighty that through overcoming this corona Virus pandemic, we develop even greater faith in His divine providence. In 1988, the Congress, by Public Law 100 to 307, as amended, called on the President to issue each year a proclamation designating the first. Pro- thursday in may as a national day of prayer on which the people of the united states may turn to god in prayer and meditation at churches in groups and as individuals now therefore i donald j trump president of the united states do hereby proclaim may 7, 2020 as a national day of prayer i encourage all americans to observe this day reflecting on the blessings our nation has received and the importance of prayer with appropriate programs ceremonies and activities in their houses of worship communities and places of work, schools, and homes consistent with the White House's guidelines for opening up America again. In witness whereof I hereunto set my hand on this sixth day of May in the year of our Lord 2020 and of the independence of the United States of America, the 244th. And that, of course, was the proclamation made by our President Donald J. Trump today on this National Day of Prayer. And uh, as I said, we are are providing this to you because he's going to be talking about it while we are speaking to our pastors. And um, Bill, I will give it back to you.
7: That is wonderful. Remember that it was concluded in the year of our Lord. That is the way so many, many, many documents early in the founding of this country were responded to. Well, let's hear from our first pastor this afternoon we're going to be praying for various aspects of our nation next i'd like to start off with uh, our prayer today to pray for the nation and joining us to do that is pastor paul purvis who's the senior pastor at mission hill church he's also host of the wtbn program the barnabas effect We can hear that weekdays at 9 a.m let's go to to pastor purvis
13: heavenly father We thank you for the promise that one day all of this earth will be filled with your glory. You've allowed us to live in a region of the world in which we see your glory every day. In creation, in the multitude and diversity of people around us, in your mighty acts. God, we praise you because you've allowed us to see you at work and we want to continue to get in on what you're doing. Your word teaches us in First Chronicles 16 that we should give you the glory you deserve. So on this, the National Day of Prayer, we join with thousands of men and women of faith around this nation, and we cry out to you saying, Yes, you are worthy of our worship. You are worthy of our praise. We honor you and adore you. Lord, we desire that all the nations and all the people would know you As we know you, we desire that your name would go forth around the world for the glory of who you are. And so God, as the Puritans used to pray, we simply ask that you would continue to give us what we do not have. That you would teach us what we do not know. That you would make us what we've not yet become so that our lives may be a living testament And be lived out for your glory. God, we thank you for this region of the world you've allowed us to live in. And you have assembled many of the nations of this planet here in this place. So Lord, we ask that the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ would go forth. And we ask that you would awaken the hearts of your people who profess to follow you. Oh, Lord, we pray for revival in this land. God, we pray that hearts will be awakened, that minds will be transformed, and lives will be submitted and surrendered to you for your glory. Oh, God, would you wake the sleeping giant of your church? God, we thank you that in this season we've been allowed to slow down. As some have said, you've sent us to our room so that we might focus on the things that matter most. May we not waste this crisis, Lord. May we use this as an opportunity to point to you and to continue to give you glory. And, oh God, as we walk out on the other side of this, let us not go back to normal. Allow us to sense that you have been with us, you are with us, and you will be with us for the glory of your name, whatever we shall face. And so, Lord, we thank you. Thank you this day for the opportunity to pray. Thank you for the privilege of joining even in this unique way with people from around our nation. And, God, we, we cry out, would you hear our prayers? Would you heal our land? And would you move in a mighty way again for the glory of your name? Lord, we thank you for this. And we ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, amen,
7: and amen. Thank you, Pastor Paul Purvis. Well, our next pastor, well, he has a lot that God has laid on his mind. He's got several things he'll be praying for. It is Pastor Steve Kreloff, Senior Pastor, Lakeside Community Chapel, and also host of WTBN's Verse by Verse weekdays here at 6 a.m. Pastor Kreloff, come share with us.
15: Father, we come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you that we can approach you as a loving Father. We thank you that our sins have been taken care of by the cross. Lord, we come to you as those who are needy, those who need your grace right now. We pray for our church leaders as they begin to open up the church and people begin to soon come back we pray that you will give every church leader every board wisdom to know how to do this in the safest manner to not be reckless but to also be quite responsible and we do pray that when uh, your people begin to come back to the churches that they will appreciate the fellowship even more the corporate worship the singing the preaching of the word, that there'll be a new sense of uh, belonging to the body of Christ. We, uh, we pray that there will be just a wonderful sense of unity and uh, loving one another. Lord, we pray for our government leaders, that you give them wisdom to make wise decisions that would be in the best interests of the people. We pray for those who are hospital workers, that we ask that you keep them safe, Lord. Protect them, also first responders. We, we pray, Lord, for missionaries around the world that they would be able to continue their ministry and that uh, unsaved people who are fearful of dying, Lord, there might be a new receptivity to the gospel, not only globally, but here at home. Help us to be aware of how we can reach people to redeem the time for the days are evil. We also pray, Lord, for education. We pray for our young people who are at home continuing their schooling. We pray that you'll help them to learn a lot and that next year schools will open up um, in a normal way and that our students will continue their good education. Lord, we pray that um, you'll help each of us to keep our eyes on Christ, to um, to be- spend time in the Word of God, to be nourished and nurtured in the Great truths of Scripture, to spend time in prayer, Lord, because there is nothing more important than drawing near to you, nothing more important than loving Christ and making Him our first priority. So, Lord, in the midst of this, I pray for your people to not be fearful, but to have courage and trust in you and um, to walk with you, knowing that you are the good shepherd who leads us in the paths of righteousness. You are our God, you are our Father, you are our Lord, our Master, and that no good thing will you withhold from them that walk uprightly. That's what you've said, and we claim that promise. We do, Lord, pray that uh, you will uh, work mightily in the hearts of your people to grow through all of this, to mature, to make sure that we are a good example to our uh, children who look to us to model Christianity. So, Lord, we come to you with confidence because you said if we ask anything in your name, according to your will, you hear us, you answer us. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank
7: you, Pastor Steve Kreloff. Amen and amen. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is our special programming of the National Day of Prayer. We're bringing it to you. Don't go away.
9: More to come the irish playwright george bernard shaw said what many of us are thinking if all the economists were laid end to end he said they would not reach a conclusion not even the economists can agree on what the future holds but there is one person who knows where the economy is headed and that person is god past present and future are the same to him and he sees them all at once just because he knows the future doesn't mean he's going to tell us But it does mean we can trust Him. There are no surprises in heaven. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Put your future in God's hands on Route 66. Route 66, driving
1: the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. That's Route66life.com. Route 66. Start your journey home today.
4: Wondering how can God be good in the midst of the coronavirus suffering? Grab a free download of the new book, Coronavirus in Christ, from Family Life Today. Author John Piper writes,
1: This is not unprecedented in the global influenza epidemic of 1918. 50 million people around the world died. Over 500,000 of those were in the United States. A man was shot for not wearing a mask. Schools were closed. Ministers spoke of Armageddon. The past is warning, not fate.
4: So where is God now during the coronavirus outbreak? Download Coronavirus in Christ by logging onto our station website and using the keyword DOWNLOAD. In this free book by John Piper, you'll get answers to your questions and concerns.
2: Answers you can share with others. Download your free copy of Coronavirus in Christ by John Piper at LetstalkFaith.com. Keyword download.
14: This is Owen Strand for TownHall.com. People find many things terrifying. pandemic, tsunamis, robberies, no Wi-Fi signal, a cable outage. Add something else to this sobering list. The cancellation of summer camp. A tweet from the New York Post voiced this fear. Can parents survive months of hell as the coronavirus cancels summer camps? The Post article quoted one mother whose son can't attend a $14,000 summer camp. I'm 100% in panic mode. Every father and mother can attest to the unique challenges of this pandemic season. But there's much good at hand. Families need not panic. We can reconnect. Summer hours can be long, but we can redeem them. Tensions may rise at points, but we can practice forgiveness, humility, and character development. We shouldn't despise our children and time with them. We should cherish our kids. This is a time to persevere, to pray, to play. It's certainly not a time to panic.
0: I'm Owen Strand. Alliance defending freedom, protecting religious liberty. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com.
1: Saturday mornings at eight. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. And the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick easy fast, fish in
16: private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them
1: for the rest of their life with some security factor there, and also provided for their children. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk
2: Faith.com. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app Let's Talk Faith Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart and at radio.com.
17: Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winterhaven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let'sTalkFaith.com.
7: Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. This is a special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are bringing the National Day of Prayer to you, since you can't get out and go to one of the fine events. Over the next two-plus hours, we'll have some of our distinguished area pastors, community leaders, and they will be praying for various aspects of our country, both national, state, and local, as well as some very special people. I want to go back now to our next pastor. This is Pastor Jomo Cousins, the senior pastor at Love First Christian Center. He's also a host of a WTBN program right here. It's called Fresh Wind Radio. Airs weekdays at 1 p.m. Pastor Jomo Cousins, share a word with us.
18: Hey, family. Pastor Jomo here at Love First Christian Center in Ripley, Florida. Today I'll be praying for our first responders, which includes our police officers, fire department, and paramedics. Father God, I thank you for these faithful servants who come to us in our time of need Lord, I pray their strength in you, for you are the source of all strength. Lord, I pray that you give them the wisdom to handle all the varying challenges they face on a daily basis. Lord, I pray that you use them for your glory to save lives. Lord, I pray right now that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Lord, I thank you that you will keep them in perfect peace. Father God, I thank you right now that you will place a hedge of protection around them, their homes and their families. Lord, right now, I pray the armor of God in the name of Jesus. I pray they put on the whole armor of God, that they may go stand against the wiles of the devil, for they wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rules of darkness, world, and spiritual wickedness, high places. Therefore, I pray they take on themselves the whole armor of God, that they may withstand the evil day. have in all the stand. They stand therefore, having their Lord's good about you, your word, Lord, Father, which is the word of God. Contains all the weapons of our warfare, which are a corner of the mighty God, to the pulling down of strongholds. I pray they have on the breastplate of righteousness, which is faith and love. Their feet are shod the preparation of gospel of peace. In Christ Jesus, they have peace of pursuit, peace with all men. That they are ministers of reconciliation, proclaiming the good news of the gospel. Lord, I pray right now that they have the shield of faith, Wherewith they will quench all the fire darts of the wicked, and the helmet of salvation, holding the thoughts, feelings, and purpose of God's heart, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. In the face of all trials, in the face of all tests, in the face of all temptations, in the face of all tribulations, they cut to pieces the snare the enemy by speaking the word of God. I pray these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
7: Amen, Pastor. Amen. Pastor Jomo Cousins, thank you for lifting up our first responders this afternoon. Well, I want to go to Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. He is the lead pastor there at Calvary Community Church. Also, longtime host of WTBN's Bible Line, which airs weekdays at 10 a.m., Pastor Yankee, hey, take us to the throne.
8: This year's scripture verse is Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 14. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The Lord gave to every man the freedom to make choices. As we look upon this world, it's clear to see that. We have not made the best informed decisions. As people around America join for this national day of prayer, let us ask the Lord to forgive us for the wrong decisions we have made that has affected our persons, families, churches, and our nation. Let us ask for the Lord's guidance toward making better decisions according to His will. Would you join with me in prayer? Yes, Lord, one day the earth will be filled with your knowledge but for now we sure could use some guidance. Lord, I'd like to talk with you about my fears and hopes, even my resolve. I fear that after this virus has passed, America may not be any closer to you than they were before. I fear that our people are looking more to government for deliverance than to you, Lord. I fear that our churches may never be the same. Our people may have gotten used to staying home on Sundays. Some may think you have forsaken them because they lost their job, their savings, their homes, and even their loved ones. I fear how most pastors will tend to their depleted flocks through no fault of their own. Lord, my hope is that we will be stronger as a nation because we have provided, you have provided America with some great leaders to guide us through this terrible ordeal. My hope is that your people have a great hunger for fellowship, for congregational singing, and truly realize how much we have taken for granted. I pray that our churches will be stronger than ever before. I pray that we have seen just how frail we really are, how quickly our lives can change, how quickly we can reevaluate our priorities. Lord, help us to be resolute in our complete trust in your provision, in your protection, and your purpose. Lord, I believe that sometimes we're just afraid to be afraid. Bless those that are over us with the wisdom to make decisions that will enable us to lead a quiet and peaceable life. Lord, we desire a strong nation, a safe place to live, a means to supply for our families. Lord, on this National Day of Prayer, I pray that each person would see their need to trust Jesus Christ as their Savior and that your people would seek your glory in all that they do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
7: Amen, amen. Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold, thank you so much. And uh, boy, all of our pastors so far, they've been really, really touching my heart, and I trust they've been touching yours as well. And our mighty God is listening to every word. And we are standing with those who are praying today. And as we have more community leaders and pastors to join us, I'm going to take a quick time out. More of this special Bill Bunkley show as we bring you the National Day of Prayer.
1: I'll be right back. Sunday mornings at 11, join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense.
11: Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind
4: to
18: the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells
6: within you.
1: Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com.
17: This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus.
19: Thanks to a mosquito bite
20: right in front of my house.
19: In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance, having an asthma attack, triggered by cockroaches.
21: I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down.
19: Learn how to protect your
17: family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, A service of the Salem Media Group.
10: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Justice Department says it's dropping its criminal case against President Trump's first national security advisor, General Michael Flynn. Salem radio host and former Trump advisor, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, offers this reaction. The House of Cods
9: is beginning. To fall apart. With this retraction of charges, the floodgates will open. Why? Because he was charged with a felony. He was trapped. He
10: was framed. The Justice Department says it's dropping the case after a considered review of all the facts and circumstances of the case, including newly discovered and disclosed information. The decision to withdraw the Flynn prosecution comes as Attorney General Barrs increasingly challenged the foundation of the Mueller-Russia investigation, saying it was started without any basis. Also at SRNNews.com, during an Oval Office meeting with Texas Governor Greg Abbott this past hour, President Trump says... He remains negative for the coronavirus, despite a valet who tested positive.
22: They were tested, I believe they're tested on a weekly basis. Uh, I just had a test, as you probably heard. In fact, I had one yesterday and I had
23: one today.
10: And later today, the president will be commemorating the National Day of Prayer.
23: In a National Day of Prayer proclamation, the president said America's prayerful tradition continues as our nation combats the coronavirus. He noted that many Americans have been unable to meet in their houses of worship during the pandemic, but said we are still connected through prayer and the calming reassurance that God will lead us through life's many valleys. The president, vice president, and first lady will participate in a National Day of Prayer event in the White House Rose Garden later this afternoon. Greg Clugston, Washington.
10: This is SRN News.
2: The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management.
20: I was finishing undergrad and got credit cards because I couldn't work full-time. So that started the credit card journey for me.
2: If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496.
20: And then when I got married, we combined our credit card debt, and it became impossible to pay off on our own. At that point, I was like, I don't know where to turn. And then I found Trinity.
2: Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
20: I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down $20,000 in credit card debt, which is huge.
2: Call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496.
10: Britons are turning to prayer. A new ComRes poll of adults living in the United Kingdom finds that more of them are praying
7: since the virus outbreak. The survey indicates that 44% of respondents say they pray regularly, and many of them got into the habit after the pandemic got underway. Over half of praying Britons say they regularly mention members of their family, and a little over one in four are praying for medical personnel on the front lines. Michael Harrington, SRN News.
10: A Pennsylvania inmate whose dreadlocks violated a jail's haircut policy has been released from solitary confinement after more than a year although his federal religious freedom suit is still pending. Eric McGill, Jr. has withdrawn his motion for a preliminary injunction because the Lebanon County Jail adopted a religious exemption for his dreadlocks ban and let him out of solitary. He's a Rastafarian and says the dreadlocks are important to his faith. This is SRNU.
0: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it the first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today it's true i can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow but shouldn't you make a plan anyway go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today don't wait communicate brought to you by fema and the
21: ad council
1: faith talk 570 wtbn online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the salem media group
15: Good
7: afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, and this is a special edition of our show today as we are inviting you to join us as we celebrate and we go to the Lord in prayer. On this national day of prayer, we knew that you would not be able to go out to any of the venues that we normally would love to go, gather together with our brothers and sisters in Christ and to lift up our voice to the Lord in so many areas of prayer. But today is a very important day. It was an important uh, time to pray for our country going all the way back to George Washington at Valley Forge. It was an important time as our forefathers were coming together in the formation of this country to ask God for his wisdom, guidance, and, yes, forgiveness. And it was important as uh, history were to march on, Abraham Lincoln, of course, uh, praying on several occasions uh, during the the Civil War, uh, a very painful, painful period of American history. And we know also that uh, presidents have prayed for this day. And, in fact, uh, as Abraham Lincoln declared Thanksgiving Day in 1863, well, it was President Harry S. Truman, someone who was known to pray a lot, he established what we know today as the National Day of Prayer back in 1952. And it was President Ronald Reagan who took this final step in securing this day, the first Thursday in May, every year, as the official time for the National Day of Prayer. Over the next two hours, we're going to bring you our area pastors, our area community Christian leaders. And I tell you what, they have a lot on their hearts, and they're going to be praying for all aspects uh, of life here in America. And we ask you to join us, and we ask you to contemplate, and join your heart with us as literally thousands uh, are tuning in this afternoon to be able to take part in this very, very special event. If you have a friend, a relative, a colleague, and someone who has a heart and knows exactly that with the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, with our economic situation, that uh, it's been many times in our, in, our, in our nation's history we've needed to go uh, to the throne room of God to ask for his wisdom and direction this year it is important as important as any other year and so we hope that you will join us so we're going to be sharing and uh, asking you to join us uh, during this time together and uh, i think it's uh, very uh, appropriate to kick off uh, at this four o'clock hour with uh, someone who has had the national day of prayer in her heart for years and years and years i'm talking about the co-chairwoman of the National Day of Prayer Task Force and the Tampa Bay Prayer Breakfast, Camille McWerther. Uh, she's got a heart for God, and uh, Camille, come and start us off here in the 4 o'clock hour.
24: Thank you, Salem and Bill Bunkley, for dedicating these two hours to prayer for our nation today. Oswald Chambers, in my utmost voice, high said this, If you've been worshiping in your private relationship time with the Lord, then when God sets you free, you will be ready Because in the unseen life, which no one saw or has seen but God, you have become perfectly fit. And when the trials come, you can be relied upon by God. The hidden, personal, worshiping life of the saint is the ammunition for powerful ministry. Let us pray. O Father, I pray for your people, we who are your church, that during these last weeks you've called us not as being shut in, but it's being called to draw nearer to you. Lord, I pray that you have done in this time a great needed work in us that has prepared us in ways we don't even understand to be a kind of Esther to our nation today. In the days of Isaiah and the judgment of nations, you sent a personal message to your people to go into their chambers, their dwelling places, and close the door behind them and stay there until the indignation or trouble had passed. Oh, Lord, how your church today needs that filling, refreshing, rest, and restoring that we have only in our time with you. We've become dry from all our good works and not enough of the real personal time in your presence. I pray, Lord Jesus, that during this stay-at-home restriction, there has been a preparation for the great harvest of people who are in such need of you right now always have been Lord Lord Jesus I pray that you have prepared your people to come out of our chambers as your witnesses different from when we entered different from the world that we will have become more like the one we want the world to know more like you I hope Lord that what has happened to us who represent you is that we have learned to listen and that we like Elijah in the cave so fearful backed into that cave, was able to hear the still small voice of the Holy Spirit and that we will too within us because he's drowned out by the pressures of our daily lives. Father, we want the world to know and see Jesus through us. We do not want the world to see a church that has become culturally accommodating and blends in with the rest of the world. No, we want them to see his love to experience his grace and his healing salvation. Our cry today, Lord, is that your glory will truly be shed over the earth through people who love you and who know you because we've spent time. We've spent time in worship and praise and communion with you in our chambers. We praise you today for a renewed church for such a time as this. Be it for your glory, for your joy, and in your name, Lord Jesus. And let all the church say, amen and amen. And
7: indeed, we say amen and amen. And uh, Camille McWerther, just thank you so much, my dear sister. Year after year after year, a solemn dedication so that we in this area uh, would properly acknowledge the National Day of Prayer. Thanks so much for that. Well, we know that we have COVID-19 on our mind, many aspects about COVID-19, and to pray about COVID-19 and the church, our next guest is Pastor Evan Burles, who's the First Baptist Church of College Hill. Also, he's host of WTBN's program, Gaining Ground, which you can hear on Saturday afternoons at 4 p.m. Uh, Pastor Burles, come and share.
21: Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're coming in the midst of a world that is focused on solutions. God, those of us that are in this moment have never been here before. And we're in a season where all over this globe, people are looking for answers. They're looking for relief. They're looking for the ability to Come out of this crisis. But God, we come before you today in the midst of this situation, trusting and believing that you have not forgotten us. For your word said that you would never leave us, you would never forsake us. And so I pray today, Father, that we would acknowledge your sovereignty. We would acknowledge that you are aware of everything that is happening. And God, in the midst of it, we like the Hebrews the Hebrew boys that were thrown into the fiery furnace. We know that our God is able to deliver us. But God, we trust you in spite of, because we believe that through everything, you have a purpose. And so I pray today, Father, for those that are suffering, those that have been infected with this virus. God, I pray that you would help them, help them to focus on you, help them to know that, that even in the midst of their illness, that you have not abandoned them. God, we pray for healing of our land. But, God, right now, it seems so selfish to simply pray for America because the entire globe, Father, is facing this pandemic. And so we lift up uh, people in every corner of this planet. God, we pray that this season would draw people closer to you, that we would realize that, that... All things work together for the good, to them that love God, to those who call according to his purpose. But, God, you also use these times to wake us up, to wake people up, to to, to let them recognize that God is calling them. And So, Father, I pray that in the midst of this uh, pandemic that souls would be saved, that men and women and boys and girls would turn to the Savior. God, we know that uh, people's faith can wane, We know that people can lose faith, but Father, we pray that our faith would be strengthened even in the midst of this time. God, as I pray, I'm reminded of the scripture for the National Day of Prayer. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Lord, we pray that your name would go forth across this world and that churches would seize the opportunity to preach the gospel as never before, that Christians would allow their words and their life to match so that when people look at us and say, why are you not fearful? We will say, because our trust is in God. And so, Father, right now, I pray that you would uh, just bring us through this. I know you will. And God, on the other side, we would be careful, careful to give you the praise, to give you the honor. And to give you the glory. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
7: Amen. Amen. Boy, what a powerful prayer. Thank you, Pastor Evan Burles, for being with us today. Bless you, my friend. Well, we have first responders. We have those brave men and women who have put their own lives in the breach to help and to save others. And to pray for them this afternoon, we have Pastor Elbert Nasworthy. He's an interim pastor, but also he is counseling and mentoring other pastors with his wisdom. Come, Pastor Nasworthy, and share a word for our first responders.
25: Good afternoon. I'm Elbert Nasworthy. And I look forward to these moments with you today as we pray on this, the National Day of Prayer. The theme verse for the National Day of Prayer is found in Habakkuk chapter two, verse 14, reading from the New International Version. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And that's what we're praying for today, the knowledge of God, the understanding, the wisdom that we need to receive from him in days like these. In Jeremiah 33, three, God says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Today, We're praying to hear what God has to say. We're taking the time today surrendering to his lordship, recognizing that prayer is all we have. On our part, we need to acknowledge that prayer is all we have. John Wesley said, God does nothing except in response to believing prayer. Prayer is all we have. And Wesley was right, but we need more prayer. When asked how much time he spent in prayer, George Mueller's reply was, hours every day. But I live in the spirit of prayer. I pray as I walk and when I lie down and when I arise, and the answers are always coming. And like Mueller, we need all-consuming prayer. Five young college students were spending a Sunday in London, so they went to hear the famed C.H. Spurgeon preach while waiting at the door for them to open The students were greeted by a man who asked, Gentlemen, let me show you around. Would you like to see the heating plant of this church? They were not particularly interested, for it was a hot day in July. But they didn't want to offend the stranger, so they consented. The young men were taken down a stairway. A door was quietly opened, and their guide whispered, This is our heating plant. Surprised, the students saw 700 people bowed in prayer, seeking a blessing on the service that was soon to begin in the auditorium above. Softly closing the door, the gentleman then introduced himself. It was none other than Charles Haddon Spurgeon. But we also need united prayer. J. Hudson Taylor noted that prayer, the power of it, has never been tried to its full capacity. If we want to see mighty wonders of divine power and grace wrought in the place of weakness, failure, and disappointment, let us answer God's standing challenge. Call on me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Taylor was saying that we need desperate prayer. Our hope is today that you are acknowledging that prayer is all we have, that we need more prayer, that we need all-consuming prayer, that we need united prayer, and that we need desperate prayer. There are numerous areas of focused prayer In our time together on this National Day of Prayer. Our son is a firefighter paramedic with Tampa Fire Rescue. Our daughter is a PRM with a local hospital. Our nephew is a detective with the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. Let us pray today for our first responders and hospital workers. Gracious Lord, today as we come before you, Lord, there are those that are on the front line in this day. And they're out there, Father, doing a job that so many others could not do. They're skilled and they're talented, but their hearts are there because Lord God, you laid it on them to be agents of change, to be used, Father, to bring honor and glory to you, to help people. And Father, today, we lift them up to you. Father, we pray for their protection just as Elaine and I pray every day for our son, for our daughter, for our nephew. Father, we pray for all who serve in these critical roles. Lord God, that, that put themselves in a place that, Father, puts them in danger. And, Lord God, our prayer for them today is that, Lord, you keep them. And these things we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.
7: Amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor Nasworthy, for the service of your family. More the Bill Bunkley Show, National Day of Prayer. We'll be right back.
26: Hi, I'm David Moss, Jr. from Moss Nissan. And right now, please know that the Moss family cares deeply about your family and our community. And as hard as we work to make our face-to-face experiences for our customers amazing, we understand that right now, not everyone will feel comfortable venturing out to a showroom. So I'd like you to know two things. One, we're going to get through this together. And two, our commitment to unbeatable customer service is always available at mossnissan.com where you can shop our full inventory of new cars and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. that are also available at any of our physical locations. You can secure financing, value your trade, take advantage of programs for all military and first responders, and complete your entire purchase online, and all from the comfort and safety of your home. We'll even deliver your new car right to your driveway. Plus, every vehicle features Moss Care, which one great benefit is an antimicrobial surface designed to kill all bacteria and viruses. At MossNissan.com, we're committed to never losing a deal over price and, more importantly, never compromising the health and well-being of our customers. God bless.
7: We are back and we are so blessed, not only to live in the United States of America, to live in Florida, and that if right here in West Central Florida, Lord, I just thank you and give you all the honor and the glory and the praise as we humble ourselves before you this afternoon. Those of you that are just tuning in, we know that you could not go to the National Day of Prayer, or one of the many, many, many excellent venues, so we're bringing it here to you. We'll take you all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour, praying about various aspects of our country, both national, state, and local. And uh, we have uh, some, some excellent folks that will be coming up in just a moment, our pastors, our Christian community leaders, uh, folks who love the Lord. And uh, I think that uh, you're going to be blessed as we come together lift up our hearts to the Lord. Well, up next is Pastor Brian Stowe. He is the pastor of the First Baptist Church in Plant City. And uh, on his heart is, uh, well, the first responders as well as the church. Let's go to Pastor Stowe.
27: Almighty God, on this National Day of Prayer, uh, I cannot think of a more important thing for our nation to do uh, during this time, during this season that we've never seen before than to pray. You tell us in your word in Psalm 33, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. God, we we realize that, but oh, how I pray that we know that now. Father, on this side of Hillsborough County, we're so grateful that you have watched over us, you have protected us, and you've blessed us in so many ways, even in the midst of a pandemic. But God, we readily realize and recognize that we desperately need you. So we pray that you would set guard over over our whole county, over our whole state and our nation. God, we pray that there would come a quick end to this virus that has ravaged our world. Lord, we pray for wisdom for our leaders, from our president down to our mayor and city commissioners and all in between. God, we're grateful for those that fear you, and I pray that you would give those men and women wisdom that they desperately need in making every decision that affects and impacts others. But, Father, we pray that through all of this, may many come to saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. May man and woman, uh, may those who are really close to you and those who perhaps are just have a distant relationship, may every single person know that you and you alone are God and that there is nothing that's too difficult for you. So, Lord, we pray again in Jesus' name. May you get glory in all things, and may we see you do great things in the midst of this time in which we are. Oh, Lord, bring revival, bring awakening. We desperately need you. In Jesus' name we pray,
16: amen. Mm. Amen,
7: Lord, for the revival and a reckoning with you, Heavenly Father. What a what an awesome, awesome request this afternoon from uh, Pastor Brian Stowe. Well, next we want to pray for the church, and the church has a lot of challenges these days, and to pray for our church is uh, Tony Young, who's the executive pastor at Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg, also host of the WTBN program, The Crucified Message, that you can hear every Sunday at 7.30 in the morning. Um, Pastor Young, hey, let's pray for the church
28: right now. Oh, gracious Father, we thank you for your love, your grace, and mercy. Thank you that we live in a country that no matter how bad things seem, we all have so much to be thankful for. Thank you for our life, health, and strength. We are grateful for food, shelter, and clothing. Thank you that we still have our freedom, our liberty, and protection. We have the confidence that in the midst of fear, panic, panic, and anxiety. We have this assurance that this is the day that you have made. So we rejoice and we're glad in it. We rejoice in your unmerited favor. We thank you for all your benefits you have bestowed upon us. Thank you that grace finds us at mercy's door yet another day. We have another chance to lift up our hands and hearts in total surrender to you. Lord, we humble ourselves to your will and to your way. Father, we are your people, the sheep of your pasture. You are our good shepherd who protects us, who provides for us, leads and guides us. We are your people who are called by your name. So we humble ourselves and pray. Father, we seek thy face. O God, we turn from our wicked ways and we return back to you, our first love. Yes, we position ourselves to receive our deliverance. We posture ourselves to receive our healing. We ask you to heal us. We seek you to guide us. We knock on heaven's door to mend our broken hearts. Father, we seek your face and we turn from our wicked ways. Clean out the clutter from our spiritual ears so that we may hear from heaven. Forgive us of our sins, Father. Forgive us of our disobedience. Forgive us of our stubbornness. Make us to lie down in green pastures and restore our soul, O God. Mm. Then heal our minds. Heal our bodies, our spirits, our homes, our neighborhoods. Heal our cities, our counties, heal our country, heal our land in the name of Jesus. Father, it is in the interest of your words that gives light and liberty, for it gives understanding to the meek and modest. Father, by the power of the Holy Ghost, we bind every demonic foe and spirit that seeks to steal, kill, and destroy our divine purpose our privilege and providence given to us by your supreme authority. Yes, Father, we hunger and thirst after righteousness that we long for community. We long for your commandments and commission that we may share Jesus with the world. Finally, Father, look upon us and be merciful to us as you have done to those who love your name. Order our steps in your word. And do not let any iniquity rule over us. Let a ray of your light penetrate the darkness of our understanding and grant us confidence and clarity to declare and decree your word. Edify now your church through the work you accomplished on Calvary. Help us to see you more clearly, to walk with you more nearly, to love you more dearly. These and other blessings in Jesus' name amen
7: amen amen thank you pastor tony young i'm bill bunkley with a special presentation of the bill bunkley show we're bringing you the national day of prayer more to come don't go away we'll be right back
10: with srn news i'm john scott the Justice Department says it's dropping its criminal case against President Trump's first national security adviser, General Michael Flynn. I am Salem Radio host and former Trump advisor Dr. Sebastian Gorka offers this reaction: I am Dottie The house of cards
9: is beginning to fall apart with this retraction of charges. I am Dottie. The flood gates will open. Why? Because he was charged with a felony. He was
10: trapped. He was framed. The Justice Department says it's dropping the case after a considered review of all the facts and circumstances of the case, including newly discovered and disclosed information. The case was brought by Special Counsel Robert Mueller. This is SRN News.
2: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk
3: Faith.com. Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. With everything you've done to lift up those around you during your military career, we're not going to let your money concerns get you down. We're the NFCC, and we've got your back on this one. As your financial advocate, we're dedicated to improving the financial health of all members of the military community. Whether your debt issues are related to student loans or housing or involve credit cards, our goal is to help you to defend your financial future. NFCC certified credit counselors have already made the difference for thousands of military members and their families. Let us make a difference for you and yours. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. Call us today at 877-404-6322. That's 877-404-6322. Or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself.
9: Get relief now. For some people, Difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who've served our country, guys like me. Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net.
17: There's good news for those who enjoy visiting America's public lands. A new annual pass called America the Beautiful has been created that's designed to make visiting public lands easier and to aid preservation. The pass can be obtained in person at a participating site by calling 1-888-ASK-USGS or online at store.usgs.gov slash pass.
27: Hi, I'm John Erickson Tata, and oh, how my heart aches for our nation. There's so much division and moral decay. We desperately need to turn back to God. And it's why I'm inviting you to join me and many Christians across America on this National Day of Prayer. God calls for us to pray for our leaders. Together, let's lift up our elected officials. Do not let this day slip by without exercising this important freedom. Your prayers can make a mighty difference.
1: Fake Talk 570 WTBN.
7: welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Very special day for today is the National Day of Prayer. Our very unique nation is a nation that has had at its heart prayer through its entire existence. And today, though there are those who will not pray for this nation, We who are followers of Christ will, and we're honored to bring you this National Day of Prayer. Our theme is the national theme, Pray God's Glory Across the Earth. And this year's uh, scripture verse is Habakkuk 2.14. Well, I want to let you hear from someone who's been a dear friend through the years. In the area of human trafficking, I think that uh, this woman has probably been uh, one of the most energetic defenders of those, not only who have been the victims of human trafficking, but also an advocate for bringing uh, to attention those who are involved with this hideous practice. And so now I want to bring a friend of mine. And I want her to introduce herself, but Dottie Grover Skipper is currently founder of the Heart Dance Foundation. Dottie, wanna hear from you.
20: I am Dottie Grover Skipper of Heart Dance Foundation, and I'm honored to pray with you today with Focus on Human Trafficking. But before we get started, if you suspect someone is a victim or perpetrator of human trafficking, call 911 or the National Human Trafficking Hotline number, which is 888-373-7888. Today we commit to pray for victims and survivors of human trafficking, and for unity to end all forms of trafficking in our lifetime. So let's pray. Let's pray to end the business enterprise of exploiting the vulnerable. Lord, we come to you today in fervent prayer. We pray to end root causes of trafficking. Causes such as poverty, pornography, prejudice, greed, profit, inequity, homelessness, addiction, broken homes, these vulnerabilities and more. Lord, we we lift up and pray for the victims and survivors to find safe havens and receive the help needed toward their restoration. We pray that they receive employment with dignity, safe and stable homes, hope through salvation, strength, freedom, justice, and healing. Lord, we also pray for the traffickers and the buyers. We pray for their repentance, their changed hearts, to realize how their actions are so destructive. We pray they would seek you. And receive your beautiful gift of salvation. We pray that God will bring confusion into the enemy's camp so that these evil schemes are unorganized and ineffective. Those who are broken in body and spirit cannot be repaired without you, God. You, God, a God who heals, restores, and provides true hope for both now and eternity. Lord, we pray for law enforcement that they will have a shield of physical and spiritual protection as they hear about and see the horrific violations done to the victims. We pray they will be strengthened in you, Christ, strengthened for the battle. Lord, we pray for awareness, for the truth to be revealed, and for unity to fight this injustice. We pray more people will be educated and trained to spot human trafficking and to have the knowledge to know what to do. Lord, we really pray for our communities and our churches. We pray that that our communities and churches in particular will be willing and prepared to engage in healthy and helpful conversations about sexual exploitation, pornography, and abuse. Lord, give us the courage to speak out and to speak up to our elected officials to support effective legislation that will dismantle the criminal networks, the organizations, the strip clubs, the illicit massage parlors, escort services, and anything or anyone that profits from exploiting another human being. Give us Discernment, Lord. Give us wisdom. Give us strength for this journey. We believe the most powerful weapon of warfare is prayer. When we stand united, we can see God's justice run like a river. No matter how long it takes, no matter how many times we fail, or how much or how little progress is made, we must never Stop praying for or fighting for our own. The kingdom of Satan is not going to win. God's kingdom will prevail. So, Lord, we lift up the issues of human trafficking to you today. Hear our plea, Lord. Hear our prayer. And we claim the victory in your power and in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen.
7: And amen. Mm. Thank you so much, Dottie Grover Skipper. Thank you for your many years in the front lines to combat human trafficking, and thank you so much for uh, such a uh, a detailed prayer in the fight against this blight. Well, up next, uh, let's uh, pray again for our first responders. Uh, joining me next is Pastor Walt Robbins. And Walt is the executive assistant pastor at the Next Level Church. And Pastor Walt, come along, Chair.
5: Dear Heavenly Father, we pray a special blessing right now, God, over all of our first responders and uh, essential workers, our frontline workers, God, our, our medical teams. And we just pray a blessing over their lives. We pray that you would protect them, that you would watch over them, God that they would uh, have a sense of your peace and your presence, Lord, wherever they are, whatever they're doing, and God, that you would protect them, protect them as they're on the front lines, Lord, in the middle of this season, just taking care of us, God, and watch over them, protect their families. I pray for a blessing over them, God, and uh, we lift them up to you, Heavenly Father. We lift their families up to you, and uh, we thank you for the tremendous work that they're doing, God, in our communities. And Heavenly Father, I also lift up all of our church leaders to you right now. We pray a blessing over them. And God, that you would encourage their spirits and their souls, God, in this season, that they would continue to focus on you and trust you, God. And no matter what they're facing, God, no matter the obstacles in front of them, God, that you would give them a wisdom and a clarity about their next steps, about how to lead well during everything that we're facing, God, as a culture. And God, they would they would be refreshed today. And we thank you for all the opportunities, all the new and wonderful opportunities, God. You're putting in front of us as church leaders. God, I just pray for their churches. I pray for their their staffs and their team members. God, that you would watch over them. God, and then we lift up um, we lift up our our missionaries. God, those that maybe are overseas serving. God, that are in vulnerable situations, God, spreading the gospel. We lift them up to you right now. We pray a blessing over their lives. We pray that their work would, would continue to go forward, God, and that you would use them in mighty ways. And we thank you, God, for for what you're doing. Uh, and anybody, God, who's listening right now, I just pray that you would encourage their soul, that their heart would become light, that they would trust in you. God, and we, we thank you, God, that you hear our prayers no matter where we are. No matter what we're doing, no matter what we're going through, God, you are a God that hears our prayers, and we thank you for that. And uh, we praise you, and we lift these things up to you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.
7: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Walt Robbins, and uh, thank you for lifting up uh, so many of those that are within the church structure uh, for the cause of Christ. Well, up next, we have Pastor A.D. Shaw He's senior pastor at the Shekinah Glory Cathedral there in Plant City. And Pastor Shaw, come and share a word.
29: Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, your son. First of all, before we ask you or beg you for anything, we want to thank you for everything. For you said in your word, in everything, give you thanks. For this is the will of God concerning us in Christ Jesus. So therefore, Father, we want to tell you thank you while we're in the midst of this pandemic, while we're in the midst of crisis, while we're in the midst of uncertainty, time where we don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. We want to tell you thank you. Thank you for how you have brought us over. You brought us through. Thank you for how you've covered us. You shielded us. You protected us. Father, we want to tell you thank you because you've been good to us. Even through this dark time, you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Even on a bad day, you're still a good God. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. You are in control of our lives. You are sovereign. Father, we give you glory because you're so wonderful and you're so kind. You're compassionate. Your mercies are renewed every morning. Great is our faithfulness unto us. Thank you for forgiving us of all of our sins. You said in your word, if my people should call by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. You said in your word that you will hear from heaven, heal our land. And you forgive us of our sins. Father, forgive us. Forgive us if there's anything that we've done or said a thought wrong. Forgive us and heal our land, Father. Our land needs healing. We need your help today. Heal our land. Heal America. Father, we pray now that you would touch and make whole our land. We pray now, Father, for our government. You would give them direction, wisdom, guidance, rebuke the hand of the enemy, rebuke everything that would try to come and cause distraction, that would try to cause hindrance. We bind it now in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for our military. Pray for businesses, O God, that are struggling financially. Meet every need, Father. We pray for our church leaders, our churches everywhere, families, oh God, that are struggling, trying to keep their homes together, trying to make ends meet. Father, I pray that you would open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings they have no room to receive. We pray for our first responders and our hospital workers, our educators. Father, we pray, oh God, for them now. We lift them up before you, touch, heal, and make whole. Father, we ask that you would send your glory like never before. Even through this, O God, let your glory be revealed. Let your power be revealed. Send your presence like never before. We bind the hand of the enemy. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So therefore, God, we speak life and life more abundantly. Touch families that have been uh, ravaged by death through this pandemic, through this disease. God, comfort. Only you can do it. We pray now for your presence and your anointing to be with them destroy every yoke, Father, everything that hinders and binds. We come against it now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, have your way now, Father. And We pray now, O oh God, for your people, that you would continue to encourage them, lift them up where they belong. Father, I pray, O oh God, for your supernatural power and your spirit to overshadow us with your love. Father, we pray for miracle signs and wonders. Father, we thank you for what you're about to do. We give you glory. We know that you hear our prayer and our petition, and we know that you're going to answer. The enemy is defeated. He is under our feet, for we are victorious. Nay, in all these things, we are more than a conqueror. Have your way now, Father, and we give you praise. All that you're going to do, we give you glory in advance, for you are worthy of our praise. And we thank you for hearing us, and we thank you for answering us by faith. It is so. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. Amen.
7: Amen, amen. Boy, that was a blessing. Thank you, uh, Pastor Shaw, and, um, boy, just asking God to to forgive us and intervene. Very, very special. You are listening to a special program on this National Day of Prayer here on the Bill Bunkley Show. We know that you couldn't go out to National Day of Prayer events. We've got our special this afternoon. We'll take you all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour. Call a friend. Have them join us. On this very special presentation, the National Day of Prayer, right here in West Central Florida.
2: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com.
9: Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected. And may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Don't let debt keep you down.
3: Get relief now.
17: Each year, millions of Americans have allergic reactions to food. Although most food allergies cause relatively mild and minor symptoms, some can cause severe reactions and may even be life-threatening. The eight most common allergenic foods account for 90% of reactions. For more information about food labels and food allergies, visit FDA.gov.
22: a fierce battle against a very terrible disease. Throughout our history and times of challenge, our people have always called upon the gift of faith, the blessing of belief, the power of prayer, and the eternal glory of God. I ask all Americans to join their voices and their hearts in spiritual union as we ask our Lord in heaven for strength and solace, for courage and comfort, for hope and healing, for recovery, and for renewal.
7: That was your President Donald Trump on the steps of the White House just moments ago. He was joined by his wife Melania as well as Vice President Mike Pence and Mrs. Pence as uh, they were sharing today about this National Day of Prayer, that part of his official official, uh, remarks. Well, if you're just joining us, this is the National Day of Prayer here on the Salem Radio Network, West Central Florida. And we know that many of you look forward every year to going to your um, selected venue to join others to pray for our country. And we know that couldn't happen this year. So we're going to bring and we are bringing the National Day of Prayer to you. We'll be with you all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour, and we have a host of pastors and Christian community leaders that are standing by. They'll be sharing with you, and uh, I hope that you will join us actively in prayer, and I hope that uh, if you're at home, if you're somewhere where you can raise your hands and you're moved by uh, the petitions that are being lifted up, I just want to tell you just to let it go. Well, Let's go to our next pastor this afternoon. It's Pastor Gary Payne, and uh, Pastor Gary is executive pastor at the Bell Shoals Baptist Church, and uh, he's going to be sharing now. And so, uh, Pastor Payne, hey, take us through the throne room.
30: Heavenly Father, I thank you for how you tell us that we can boldly approach your throne of grace and find grace and mercy in our time of need. And, Lord, we are in a time of need. You know all about it. Uh, You knew it before it was going to happen. Uh, You know what is going to happen. But yet you tell us to come, and that's what we do. And we pray, and we lift up our nation on this national day of prayer, that we would be a nation, Lord, that would honor you. Lord, you have blessed America in so, so many ways, and we give you thanks, and we give you praise. And, Lord, my prayer is that America would bless you, that America would turn to you and seek you, that our leaders and our pastors, Lord, and our churches would want to be a blessing to you, to bless your name, to lift you up. Lord, you care about us. You love us. You are there for us. Help us, Lord, to be there for you. Help us to get our eyes off of self and to put them on you. Lord, I just want to pray for our pastors. Lord, I just pray that we would be pastors. We would serve you. We would seek you. We would bless you. We would share the gospel uh, to America that needs to hear a good word, that needs to uh, walk into the light. That needs to, Lord, fill your presence in a very powerful way of hope and of faith and of peace and of love. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty gift of grace, your mighty gift of mercy, your unconditional love, your unmeasurable forgiveness, Lord. We just give you praise. I do pray, Lord, that our churches, Lord, uh, would just be a ministry uh, to their community, to our nation, to the world, that we would share the gospel and we would live the gospel, that we'd be doers of the word and not just hearers of the word. Lord, I confess that without you, we can do nothing absolutely nothing that if there's any good in any of us it is you and we give you the praise and lord i also confess today that with you all things are possible so thank you for that hope and thank you lord for being able to give us courage of what is possible through you if we'll just seek you and let you work in us and through us And then, Lord, I just pray that we uh, pastors and, Lord, brothers and sisters in Christ would experience the joy of our salvation, that when people see us, they see you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. And we need you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
7: Thank you so much. And uh, we have sure been blessed, not only by uh, uh, Pastor Gary Payne and certainly uh, lifting up uh, those of us that uh, have found ourselves in, well, in the COVID situation and all of the other things that are a ripple effect. Just want to take a moment to remind you, we were absolutely so blessed with so many of our pastors and community Christian leaders that uh, wanted to share We thought we would begin our special programming at 4 o'clock. We actually brought it to to you shortly after 3.30. And that's why I want to give a shout-out to our first four pastors that were in that 3 o'clock hour. Uh, Pastor Paul Purvis was uh, the pastor who kicked off this National Day of Prayer here on Salem Radio Central Florida. He was followed by Pastor Steve Kreloff followed by Pastor Jomo Cousins, and rounding out that very special group of pastors was Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They prayed, actually, prior to us uh, coming to the 4 o'clock hour. want to remind you that later on tonight, and certainly tomorrow, our podcast will be posted, and if you would like to uh, uh, not only uh, save a record of this National Day of Prayer here on the salem radio network you also can have an opportunity to uh, tune in just after the three o'clock after the three thirty hour on our podcast to hear uh the prayers of uh, of our leadoff hitters today to god be the glory great things he has done father we're just humbling ourselves before you and lord we lift up the next hour once again to you i'm bill bunkley our national day of prayer programming don't go away be right back
1: attention men under the age of 35 you know what really impresses the ladies when a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving that could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines legal fees and increased insurance rates there goes let's grab dinner and a movie oh i know you drive more carefully when you're buzzed you've proven that hundreds of times a woman admires that kind of confidence And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over Slowly, clearly, and politely like Good evening, officer A woman admires that kind of foresight And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed Even though the law calls it drunk You could kiss $10,000 goodbye Along with any chance of having a girlfriend Because nothing says I'm a catch More than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place Buzzed, busted, and broke because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic
11: Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk dot com. A service of the Salem Media Group.
31: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is happy for Michael Flynn after the Justice Department moves to drop the criminal case against his former national security advisor. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. The president welcomed news that Flynn would not be
23: prosecuted in the Russia investigation.
22: He was an innocent man. He is a uh, great gentleman.
23: Mr. Trump also accused the Obama administration-era Justice Department of targeting Flynn.
22: What they've done is a disgrace, and I hope a big price is going to be paid.
23: And the president also accused some in the media of being totally guilty. Greg Clugston, Washington.
31: President Trump hosted the annual National Day of Prayer Ceremonies at the White House today and his mind was on the coronavirus pandemic as he prayed for those who've lost their loved ones during this time.
22: We pray for the doctors, the nurses and first responders waging war against the invisible enemy. We pray for the scientists and researchers, pioneer treatments. That they find therapies and vaccines and that they find them soon.
31: The president, vice president, and first lady participated in the National Day of Prayer event in the White House Rose Garden this afternoon. Meanwhile, the president's valet has tested positive for the coronavirus. White House counselor Kellyanne Conway tells reporters President Trump has taken a coronavirus test since finding out.
20: The president has been tested since. Um, this
19: was revealed. And he is negative.
31: It's the first known instance where a person who has come in close proximity to the president has tested positive since several people present at his private Florida club were diagnosed with COVID-19 in early March. The White House instituted safety protocols nearly two months ago to protect the nation's political leaders, including frequent temperature checks. On Wall Street, the Dow by 211 points, the Nasdaq rose 125, the S&P advanced 32. This is SRN News
1: oh whale guys whale wow whale oh that's a big whale um okay whale whale whale
25: oh no whale!
9: the tides can turn quick on the water progressives boat insurance has you covered get a quote today in as little as three minutes at progressive.com well,
1: at least it wasn't a shark am i right <laughs>
9: Progressive Casualty Insurance
6: Company and Affiliates. This moment of gratitude is brought to you by Rocket Mortgage and the Rock family of companies.
5: We really want to thank my wife's cousin, Marie, who works so hard as a nurse saving others. To those who leave
6: their homes to keep us safe and ours, thank you. And
23: yeah, you guys are awesome. We're sending all our love, gratitude, and hope your way. Thank you.
6: If you'd like to thank America's frontline and essential workers, visit everyoneknowsahero.com. and Loans, LLC, NMLS number 3030, licensed in 50 states. Each legal entity that identifies themselves as part of the Rock family of companies are separate legal entities with their own governance
31: and management structures. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson won't say how many children he's fathered by how many women. One American evangelical says it's a sign of the times. He does now perhaps represent a basic understanding of sexuality and marriage that isn't all that out of line with the culture that he now leads as head of government. Dr. Albert Muller of the Southern Baptist Convention. Britain has been experiencing a rather radical loosening of any rules about sexual morality over the course of the last six or seven decades. He says more in his daily briefing at albertmuller.com. One pro-life pregnancy center in California is helping to provide supplies to mothers in lockdown. Alternatives Pregnancy Center in Sacramento has been handing out diapers and baby wipes to people around the city who can't afford them or find any at their local grocery stores. Spokesman Heidi Matsky, says, quote, when this pandemic hit, we gave diapers and wipes out to people who called. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground.
0: Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by
3: NAB and this station. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. Being an all-pro dad is the greatest thing a man can do. But there's one kind of all-pro dad who stands above them all, and that's a foster dad. There's no greater hero than the man who steps up to foster a child. Totally unselfish, totally extraordinary. Only 6 in 10,000 will step up to help a child with no home. Put yourself to this test. Are you willing to take a step toward being a truly great man?
2: Learn more. For the four joys of fostering, go to allprodad.com.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group.
0: the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
7: Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this very special day. This is the National Day of Prayer. It was first established back in 1863 by President Abraham Lincoln, and that original date for Thanksgiving Day was in the fall. Well, bring it to 1952, the president was Harry Truman, and Harry Truman established what we know today as the National Day of Prayer, and then the third president, Ronald Reagan, well, he brought us this day that would happen every year on the first Thursday in May. Now, you cannot go to many of the venues today because they're not happening because of we're staying safe because of COVID-19. Well, praying for america is far too important with today's theme of pray god's glory across the earth we are bringing you this special salem radio presentation of the national day of prayer here on the bill bunkley show and so we've got some area pastors and some church leaders who are coming together to pray for our nation our state our community uh, those uh, first responders, so many people that make up life in America, and uh, we are humbling ourselves before his throne this afternoon. Well, to lead off the third hour, I want to welcome in Pastor David Murphy. Uh, he is the campus pastor at the Bayside Community Church uh, there in North River, the North River Campus in Bradenton, and uh, Pastor Dave... Why don't you go ahead and uh, just uh, take us uh, uh, in, in attitude of prayer right directly to the throne room.
32: Heavenly Father, we come before you today, and we come with grateful hearts, Lord. Thank you for this day that we have set aside to gather together as your people to proclaim the name of Jesus. And, Lord, as we come with grateful hearts, we are aware of your awesomeness, and we are aware that the triune God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the only God, and we proclaim it today over the airways. That there is no God but the biblical God, the God Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord, as we come before you under your authority, Lord, lead us, guide us by your spirit. We thank you for the cross of Jesus Christ and the new opportunity, new access to God because of your sacrifice. And we come, Lord, presenting our request before you. But so we begin, Lord, by us like a Psalm 139 says, Lord, that you will search me, O Lord, and know our heart test us and know our anxious thoughts. And if there's any offensive way in us, Lord, that you will remove it and lead us in the way everlasting so that we can be meditating and delighting in your word day and night, so that we can be like those trees that are planted by waters and fruit that produce fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, as Psalm 1 says. And Lord, before you lie, we just present our request, knowing that you are God and we are not, but thankful for the opportunity to come before our Abba Father. We pray for our teachers. We pray for our students. We pray for this new system of, of education. And, Lord, I pray for patience and connectivity. And, Lord, we pray for parents and grandparents and foster parents that are helping and guiding and loving and teaching at this time. Lord, I pray for your grace and your mercy, especially with families um, with special needs. Lord, may there be a special uh revelation of your grace and your peace but lord we come before you and we also we ask for this country for our leadership lord for the government that we have placed right now the rule lord i pray that it will be a, 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 a people who are godly and seeking after your face i pray for our businesses our businessman and woman followers of christ lord may they represent you well lord i pray that as they do deals and learning how to maneuver in this season lord May we do it with no fear, but may we do it with wisdom for the sake of all. Lord, I pray for pastors and leaders in the churches. Lord, I pray that they have wisdom to know how to lead at this time, wisdom from above. Lord, there will be kindness and unity when there's such a diversity of opinion. Lord, I pray that your people will come under agreement of your word and your spirit and the leadership. And Lord, we come with grateful hearts and may you do what only you can do. Lord, we're reminded in Acts 19 how you completely changed society from the worship of an idol and the whole business world was changed because of the preaching and the good news of Jesus Christ. So we come before you today humbly and only under the name of Jesus and by your spirit. So today as we join our voices with different uh, leaders and churches around this area and city, Lord, we want to proclaim and exalt the name of Jesus. May your people get an opportunity today to proclaim the name of Jesus and that you give us an opportunity today to reflect and love and speak the name of Jesus to the people we meet. We love you and we thank you. And it's a wonderful name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.
7: Mm, amen. Amen. And, um, uh, Lord, we just thank you so much this afternoon and, uh, pastor David Murphy. Um, or we just, uh, we just pray, uh, blessings upon your congregation. Well, Earlier we had first of what I would call the dynamic duel of the National Day of Prayer Task Force and Tampa Bay Prayer Bunch Brunch that normally I would have been sharing about during this hour, but it was one of the venues that for us to stay safe, well, uh, it wasn't able to be. Well, Molly Cruz is a co-chairwoman of that event, and I'm excited because she's with us here as well. And so, Molly come come share your prayer
19: our dear heavenly father we come before you today to give you honor and praise we seek to glorify you as lord and savior in both word and deed may the holy spirit who dwells within us guide our prayers for this nation and the world we are truly thankful that we can join on this national day of prayer through technology to freely praise your name We trust you as we experience the changes brought upon us with this serious and deadly virus. The scripture tells us to be strong and to let our hearts take courage. We pray for our nation during this time and for wisdom and guidance for all our leaders as decisions are made that will affect our safety and this nation's recovery. Give our leaders the courage to face the challenges. We pray for our president and the Congress and the Supreme Court justices at the national level. We pray for the governors, the legislature, and judges at the state level, and those that guide our cities and counties. We pray for our teachers, schools and college campuses, businesses, our military, and the media to make informed decisions that will lead us as God would have them lead us. Safely through these coming months and beyond. We pray for our churches and families as they find ways to stay connected and supportive. Our prayer is that they will study and teach the Holy Scriptures to provide the litmus tests to validate the things that we are asked to accept in this changing world. Let us demonstrate our faith, our love, and our charity to a world that needs you and allow us to share the hope that is in us with kindness and reverence. Paul tells us that in everything we do, we should show that we are true ministers of God and patiently endure troubles and hardship and calamities of every kind. And thank you, God, for your grace. We pray God's glory across the earth in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.
7: Thank you, Molly Cruz. Thank you for lifting up today's theme to pray God's glory across the earth. And and Molly, thank you for year after year after year as co-chairwoman, making sure that uh, the fabulous event that uh, honors our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the National Day of Prayer Task Force, as well as the prayer brunch, we thank you for all that you've done for us. And uh, we certainly miss not being able to gather together for that. Well, our next pastor is Aaron Bergner, and uh, Pastor Aaron is senior pastor at Lakes Church there in Lakeland, formerly the First Baptist Church on the Mall. Uh, pastor Aaron, come and come and
33: share with us. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name that is above every name, Jesus Christ. Our hearts cry out to you, knowing that you are a prayer-answering and faithful God, the one we trust in times like these. We ask that you renew our spirits, revive our churches, and heal our land. We repent of our sins and ask that your grace and power would save us. Hear our cry, O God, and pour out your Spirit upon us that we may walk in obedience to your word. We are desperate for your tender mercies. We are broken and humble before you. Forgive us, and in the power of your great love, lift us up to live righteous lives before you. We pray for our nation. May we repent and return to you and be a light to the nations. We pray for our leaders and ask that you would give them wisdom and faith to follow you. Preserve and protect us for you are our refuge and our only hope. Deliver us from all fears except for the fear of you. And may we courageously stand in the truth that sets us free. On this national day of prayer, we look to you in the darkness You are our light. In the storm, you are our anchor. In weakness, you are our strength. In our grief, you are our comfort. In our despair, you are our hope. In our confusion, you are our wisdom. In times of terrorism, you are our shield. In times of war, you are our peace. In times of uncertainty, you are the rock on which we stand. We make our prayer to you using the words of the prophet Daniel, O Lord, you are great and an awesome God who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments. You are merciful and forgiving. You are righteous, but this day we are covered with shame because we have sinned against you and done many wrongs. We have turned away from your commandments and principles. We have turned away from you, yet you have promised us in Second Chronicles 7 that if we who are identified as your people, would humble ourselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, you would hear our prayers and forgive our sin and heal our land. So we choose to stop pointing fingers at others' sin and examine our own lives today. We choose to acknowledge our own sin, our neglect and defiance and ignorance and even rejection of you. This day we choose to repent. Hear the prayers and petitions offered to you on this national day of prayer. As we give you our full attention, we give you our ears and we open our hearts to you. We do not make requests to you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. Lord, we exist to give you glory. We exist because of your glory. We give you thanks and praise for every breath and moment you have given to us. We repent of our sin for the shameful things that we have done against you and for our silence when we did not speak up and proclaim your precious, precious name. God, we ask for forgiveness. We pray for the knowledge of the glory of the Lord would spread across our nation and across the world. Lord, as we advance your gospel and your kingdom to the ends of the earth, Lord, we ask that we would love one another in Christian unity. God, that your glory would be known as we we love the broken and the hurting. God, we give thanks this day for our military and ask that your glory would spread to and through them as they preserve freedom around the world. We pray for our government, that all of our leaders and laws would be filled with your glory and they would magnify your holy word and honor your will and ways. We pray that your grace and glory would spread to bring hope to the hopeless and love where there is hurt and hate. God, use us as we pray your promise that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. We pray with expectant faith and grateful hearts for the glory of your name. Hear our prayers, forgive our sins and heal our land. We ask this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, who offers us salvation from your judgment, forgiveness of our sins and reconciliation with you through his own blood shed on the cross. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Savior and hope of this world, we pray all these things. Amen. Mm, Amen.
7: That was uh, Pastor Aaron Bergner, Senior Pastor of the Lakes Church there in Lakeland. You've tuned in to the National Day of Prayer here on the Salem Radio Network on the Bill Bunkley Show. We are bringing you many of the prayers that would have been lifted up in all the areas of West Central Florida, and we've got a whole lot more taking you to six o'clock. We'll be right back.
6: Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies LLC, an SEC registered investment advisory firm. Have you been putting off opening your retirement account statements because you're afraid of what you might see? If you were caught in the recent correction, you know that watching your savings evaporate in the market is devastating. We're the retirement income store and our message is clear. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth and reset your retirement for income using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the retirement income store can help during these uncertainties. Times. 888 888 4176. We'll send you our retirement income kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's best selling book and a no obligation call with an income specialist. 888 888 4176. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Call 888 888 4176 now.
7: Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is a special presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show. It is our National Day of Prayer here on the Salem Radio Network in West Central Florida. I've been so blessed this afternoon by many of our pastors and our area Christian community leaders. And I tell you what, as this year's theme, Pray God's Glory Across the Earth, I want to tell you what, there's been a lot of prayer that has gone out, not only across the earth, but uh, around the globe on this day. And you know, today's theme is Habakkuk 214 for this year's National Day of Prayer, for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. I want to tell you, our pastors and our Christian community leaders, they have been covering it in prayer. Amen? Amen. Amen tell you what uh people who are people who are just led by the lord uh is very inspiring to us uh, this afternoon well up next uh, we have uh i guess i should call him reverend uh jeffrey singletary uh, former pastor and uh, he is involved with this region with the florida baptist state convention involved with encouraging pastors and um uh, helping to facilitate churches to uh, get some church plants uh, out there. Many are already underway, uh, but uh, he's coming to share a little bit uh, with us. And so, um, Jeffrey, hey, come and c- come and just take us up to the Lord and and uh, just just pray for us right now.
16: Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I simply come this morning. God, just standing in a gap for the leaders. Of your church, Lord God. Father, at every level, I pray, Father, for those who are shepherding the flock of God. I pray, Father, for the senior pastors, God. I pray, Father, God, daily, Lord, every day that you would just let them down in your storehouse of wisdom. That, God, that you would feed them, Father, with bread from heaven until they want no more. I pray, God, that you would give them insight and foresight, God. I pray, God, that you would just, Lord, enable them to shepherd the flock of God in this coronavirus, Lord, at another level, Lord God. I pray, God, that... Father, I pray for the pastor and the staff, Lord God, for the leadership, God, for those who are, Lord, administration, Lord, those who are in small groups, who are leading and shepherding small groups, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that you would just give them the wisdom, Lord God, to be able to come alongside of father, the people of God, Lord, on various digital platforms, Lord God. I pray, Father God, as churches, God, as leaders began to Lord, in this hour, this very moment, uh, having conversations and consideration, Lord God, of how to to re-engage and to reopen the church, God. And as many began to to regather, God, I pray for wisdom. James said, Father, if we lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives liberally. And abrade, if not, Lord God, give these pastors, give these shepherds, give these leaders wisdom, Lord, to know how, when, Lord, is the is the appropriate time, the right time to re-engage, to regather, Lord God, their church, Lord God, their flock, God. I pray that you would just, Lord, uh, lead them and guide them, Lord God. I pray, Father God, for a sweet time, God, a blessed time. God as they come back together I pray father for leaders, Lord God, in our in, in our children's ministry, in our youth ministry, God. I pray, Father God, in the most vulnerable ones, Lord God. I pray, God, that you will just continue, Lord, to throw your loving arms around them, God, and protect them and keep them, Lord God. I pray, Father, for the resources, Lord God. Father, for the churches, Lord God. I pray for leaders, Lord. I know those things are on the leader's heart, God, how to minister more effectively to the people of God, Lord God. And and Father, in order to do that, it takes resources, God, particularly in a digital age, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that you would just, Lord, uh, uh, continue, Father, Lord God. Father, we know, God, Lord, that you pay for what you order, Lord God. And God, that your will is your bill, Lord God. And so, Father God, give these men and women of God, God, the peace of God, that... Passes all understanding, Lord God. I pray, God, that you would just continue, Father, Lord, just to be the wind beneath their sail, Lord God. I pray, God, that you continue, Father God, just to gird them up on every side, Lord. Father God, do and endow them, Father, with power from on high, God, to shepherd, to lead, Father, the people of God, Lord God. Father, they're enabled, you've enabled them, Lord, to Preach well, Lord God. Continue to enable them, Lord, to lead well, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that, that Lord, as they would leave, Father Lord, in, with, in such a way, God, that, Father God, not only do their flock, Lord, but the community around them, God, that, God, that the nation, God, will once again seek, Father God, a word from men of God, Lord, looking to the church, Father, for leadership and for direction, God, in this Coronavirus environment, Lord God, Father, thank you for great men, great teachers, great preachers, great leaders, God that you have so posted and stationed throughout Tampa Bay, Lord God. And then, Father, Lord God, we know that God, this too shall pass, Lord God. And so, but, but Father, in the midst of it, Lord God, God, we thank you, God. Father, staying power. We thank you for your keeping power. We thank you, God, for your divine protection, Lord God, over the people of God, over the men of God, Lord God. Continue to cover them, Lord, with your divine protection. Cover them with your love. Cover them with your blood, Lord God. And then, Father, when it's all said and done, Lord, God will be careful to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. We ask all these things in Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen.
7: Thank you, Reverend. And uh, that's Reverend Jeffrey Singletary. And um, he's the founder and director of Huddle Touch Ministries, sharing with us this afternoon, especially praying for our church leaders. I'm going to take a break in just a moment, but what a special opportunity we have this afternoon. And you know what that opportunity is? That we can pray in public. That special opportunity is we can take to the radio waves and we can pray all across West Central Florida. Because one of the things we should thank the Lord for is just the ability and the freedom, at least for today in this country, to be able to do that. And I want to tell you, there's many people around the globe right now in many different situations who could not do what we're doing today except for great personal peril to them. Could even cost them their lives. All the pastors that we have mentioned today, all of our area Christian leaders that I've mentioned by name who have prayed to the Lord. There are areas with just their public name and their public prayer on a radio or television frequency would trigger elements of the government, government to come out and to locate them and to arrest them. Lord, I pray we never get that far in the violation of our First Amendment rights of religious liberty and religious freedom as well, Lord, as our civil liberties. Liberties not given us from the government but by you. I'm Bill Bunkley. More than National Day of prayer. Be right back.
31: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Justice Department says it's dropping its criminal case against President Trump's first national security advisor, Michael Flynn. That's according to a court filing. Mr. Trump quickly celebrated the decision and said he hoped a big price would be paid by those who had brought the case. That case was brought by Special Counsel Robert Mueller. Prosecutors claimed Flynn had lied to the FBI about his conversations with the Russian ambassador in a January 2017 interview. The head of the National Institutes of Health is telling lawmakers the nation faces truly daunting challenges to develop and deploy millions of coronavirus tests to safely reopen the economy. NIH Director Francis Collins tells the Senate the goal is to have millions of tests a week available by the end of summer or fall. He says he's betting on American ingenuity. On Wall Street, that up by 211 points. More details at srnnews.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go.
2: Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at
11: radio.com. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids... Work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So, what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60. Two over 50. One over 40. One more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three, if you're really overweight, you've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because pre-diabetes can be reversed.
17: Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. We've always had villains to face, bad guys to take
21: down. But you,
1: you're worse than all of them put together. You are the most horrible
11: of all.
21: Pure evil
11: just because you're tough doesn't mean we can't beat you
17: we're not here because we have to be we are here because we've had enough of you we all have the power to do something to change something to stand up to cancer every single one of us is mortal even me
5: even me but inside of us
17: we are all heroes
11: one person is not a team
5: but when we join together
1: together
33: you don't stand a chance
17: we are glorious
1: we're resilient we are powerful
17: and we will win so stand up with us stand up to fight stand up to win
11: visit standuptocancer.org to learn more
4: when is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster when floodwaters reach your door when wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood or an earthquake is destroying buildings or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by
1: FEMA and the Ad Council.
17: There's good news for those who enjoy visiting America's public lands. A new annual pass called America the Beautiful has been created that's designed to make visiting public lands easier and to aid preservation. The pass can be obtained in person at a participating site by calling 1-888-ASK-USGS or online at store.usgs.gov pass.
22: recent days and weeks, our country has endured a grave hardship. We pray for every family stricken with grief and devastated with a tragic loss. We pray for the doctors, the nurses, and first responders waging war against the invisible enemy. We pray for the scientists and researchers, pioneer treatments that they find therapies and vaccines, and that they find them soon. We pray for the frontline workers keeping our nation fed, nourished and safe and secure. May God watch over them all. That was
7: President Donald Trump moments ago speaking on the steps of the White House on this National Day of Prayer. And oh, how we need to continue to pray for our president and to pray that God would continue to give him direction and wisdom as he moves forward and uh, to to bless this man who is in quite a position right now uh, to be not only leading America, to be the leader of the free world, especially in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic. Well, you know, kids are very important to me. Youth are very important to me. And they are going to be the leaders of tomorrow. And I want to tell you that uh, my next friend who's going to be praying, and that is Reverend R.V. Brown. R.V. Brown of R.V. Brown Ministries. And uh, he's an evangelist. And uh, he has a powerful message for our youth He's been sharing that message all over Florida and um, in, in other uh, venues as well. And uh, he always has a very awesome word for, from the Lord. So let's go ahead, and uh, I want to invite—I uh, want to invite in uh, RV Brown to uh, pray with us right now. And RV, hey, let's share.
34: Father God, you said in the Hopaka two fourteen, how the glory of God will cover the waters. Father God, we just pray right now that our prayers. We'll cover the people that we're going to cover on this call today, Father God. But I just lift up the category of our government, Father God. But I pray, Father, verse three, five, and six, Father God. But they're not the things that I don't understand, but acknowledge you in all of their ways and do what they're fun, they Give our president, give our congress and senators and governors, Father God. Give them wisdom, Father God. Undergird them, Father God. Come after them strong, Father God. Let them know there's power in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. Father, I pray for our military, Father God. As I spoke at the Fort Jackson, at Fort Lennonwood, Father, and seen the soldiers were coming to get saved and getting, with their tears in their eyes, getting ready to go into battle back these years ago, Lord. Father God, I pray over them right now. I pray the blood of Jesus over the soldiers, Father God. Father God, as you protect them, protect the guys that in charge of the military, Father God. Show them your will, Father. Show them your power, Father God. Father, we love you today. We know that there's power in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, there's one military. It's called the Army of God, Father. And, Father, we're the Army of God. If we know Jesus, we can be the Army of One, Father, God. Father, I pray for our media, Father, God, that our media begin to tell the truth, Father. Our media begin to show the truth, Father, God. We love you, Father, God. Thank you for those that are behind the camera that love Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Father, Father, we just lift up the businesses in our country, Father, Father, let them realize they got to do business with God. How do we do business with God on our knees? Father, I just cry out right now, Lord Jesus. Father, you said in Psalm thirty-four, six, if this nation would cry out, Father God, you would deliver them out of all of their situations. Father, we're in a dying situation right now, Father, and we're crying out to you right now. We're praying right now, Father God, for your wisdom, Father, praying for your presence to come, Father, that you cover the faces of the water, you cover the faces of this nation, Father, cover the faces of every. Let them through, Father God. Let them hear the voice of God. Father, Father I come to our school. You know, we shut down our educational institution fund Let them know, Father God, we get on the knees fund The same amount of time they spend in the classroom from Let them spend some time on the knees praying, Father God. The Bible says in Luke 18, 1, man, not to always the prayer, not the Don't give up. Don't throw the towel in America. Don't throw the to towel in this country. Don't throw the towel in Stay on your face. Cry out to the only one. About what situation we found ourselves in, but he is a delivering God. Good God of mine. I love you, Father. I thank you for things that you have done and all that you're going to do in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Lord Jesus. Father God, I just pray for our missionaries right now, Father God. It's all over the country, all in this city, missionaries everywhere, Father. Giving wisdom, Father. Not only giving wisdom, giving insight how to deliver the word of God, how to draw people closer to the cross, how to point people to the Calvary's cross. To show people the blood of Jesus Christ and why we need to serve God, give our missionaries, put your arms to on them at the setting the Bible, Father God, as a hidden gatherer, put your arms around them and leave them in guide Father God. I pray for our refugees, Father God, You give them strength, give them power, Father God, let them know they seek God. If they call out on the name of Jesus Christ, they will find glory, will come to them, they will find out. The rest will come to them, Father God. They may be a rescue from their country, but if you accept Jesus Christ, you'll never be a rescue. Father God, touch them and lead them in California. Father. And Father, I pray for the immigration, Father God. The immigration, Father God. I pray for that, Father. That those that immigrated in here, Father, those that's coming in here. Pray for the people on the immigration line, the people that have the fight, Father God. Protect them, Father God, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Father, they're protecting our borders them, Father God. And when they get them, Father God, teach them to pray with them, Father God, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And, Father, I pray for the prisoners, Father God. Uh, We talk about prisoners being behind bars. or there's some people behind prison that's not behind bars. But, Father, I can't you go, Send the chaplain, Father. Send men and women into that prison, Father God, full of the Holy Ghost, full of the pressure and of the Holy Ghost. Father, stand firm in the Word. Love the Word. Teach the Word. Teach the Word, Father God. Jesus said, try men, and i pull you out a blessing that you won't have wounded to sheep. And, Father, I pray for our first responders, Father, through all this COVID-19, Father, our nurses, Father, God, our families, our doctors, our lawyers. Everybody that has to go in there defending somebody, everybody that goes in and believe in something, Father, God, let them teach them and give them power and wisdom to stand, Father, God. Oh, in the name of the Father, remember those doctors. Remember those nurses, Father. I cry out for them, Father, God. Some of them, Father on the line, and while you put Jesus on the line for all of us, and put your arms around the Holy Ghost, touch him in front of God. Father, I pray for the hospital workers, Father, the people that's got to clean the hospital, the people that's got to be in the hospital, the people that's got to be around the clock, Father, I pray right now. I pray I press your morning on them. Father, I pray that the Holy Ghost will get a hold of their hospital. Let them know they may be cleaning the hospital, and let them know the blood of Jesus will clean their spirit, will clean their life. Let them know when they, when they perfume something, cleanse some people. I let them know that the blood of Jesus can cleanse them. Father, I just pray for this nature, Father, that our nation come back to God, that our nation understand that there's power in the name of Jesus. Father, as I conclude this prayer, conclude that you're with us, Father. god conclude that you said you will never leave us or forsake us. Thank you for the authority of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Love you, God. Thanks for listening.
7: Love you too, RV. Amen, amen, and hallelujah. Boy, I tell you what, uh, I always uh, put my seatbelt on when RV is going to come to pray. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, uh, he put a covering on a lot of people uh, on this National Day of Prayer in a lot of areas. Thank you, RV. Well, our next pastor is Corey Green. He's going to be sharing. He's the executive pastor at North Point Church there in Lutz he's also going to be praying for the church and uh pastor green hey come and share
35: heavenly gracious father I just come before you humbly today lord we join together in prayer lifting up one voice father one state of mind and one desire that your kingdom come that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Father, we desire your perfect will, acknowledging that you are God and we are not, acknowledging that your ways are so much higher than our ways, that your thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts, that your eternal decrees are perfect, that your law is good. And Father, we're desiring today for the earth to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And Father, I believe that this will be accomplished when uh, churches collaborate, We know that kingdom growth is maximized when everyone participates and churches collaborate. And so I'm calling upon you, Father, to purpose in the hearts of these Christian leaders, God, that you have called uh, according to your purposes, that they would lay aside their differences, that they would reach across the aisle, that they would find ways to maximize kingdom output and kingdom work, God, by joining together with one another To make the name of Jesus Christ famous in their communities, across the street, and around the world. Father, I know that you have placed communities in the hearts of the Christian leaders that you have called. And then you have placed those Christian leaders in those communities, Father, that your church would prevail against darkness. When we pray, Father, for your kingdom to come, we pray for you to reign in this earth, in the hearts of men, in the hearts of leaders, that you would put all evil asunder on earth as it is in heaven. We let our will be acceded to your will, Father God, that ultimately what your purpose is and what you would accomplish would be what would come to pass here. Father, we know that your precepts are good, and we know that you preceptively desire that all knees would bow and every tongue would confess that your Son, Jesus Christ, is Lord, and so we desire that, and we will work together. We will collaborate as churches. We will lift one another up. We will pray for churches who are struggling. We will reach out with resources, and Father, we would remember that we are all working for you. You are our king, and your kingdom is the kingdom we're advancing. We don't have a growth strategy to make our church famous. We have a great commission to make the name of Jesus Christ famous. Focus us on that in this season, God, that the earth would be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. Hasten us to your mission and to your work here that you've called us to, Put feet to our faith. Make us doers as well as hearers. And Father God, we just ask for your will to be done in a mighty way. That there would be a movement and an awakening in our communities, across the street, and around the world. In the precious and powerful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.
7: Amen, Pastor. Boy, I join you as well as so many others praying for an awakening right here in West Central Florida. Thank you, Pastor Corey Green. Well, We've had a lot of requests today, and there's a lot of issues before America. But you know, one of the most important things of prayer, and as we are praying to our Heavenly Father and through His Son, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit that is active in our lives as as the the Holy Temple, gratefulness, uh, gratefulness is so very, very important. And uh, next we have good friend. Rabbi Stephen Weiler, And uh, he is uh, the rabbi at uh, Sharif David Messianic Synagogue. Also, he's host of our WTBN program, Heart of Messiah, that uh, you can tune into every Sunday at uh, 9 a.m. Let's go to rabbi, and uh, let's just join him in a prayer of gratefulness to our great and mighty God. Rabbi, come join us.
36: Avinu Malkeinu. Our Father and our King, we just worship you and thank you and praise you this day for we are blessed to live in this country, we are blessed to live in this time, and we are blessed that we have many people around us encouraging us and strengthening us. And Lord, on this National Day of Prayer, Lord, I pray that our family structure will be strong. I pray for husbands and wives and their relationships. I pray for the parents and the children. And I pray, O Lord, that we would have a strong, firm foundation in the family, that we would be in unity, that there would be tremendous blessings tremendous blessings for our family unit Lord and I pray father that this would be the the foundation of our country you are our faith in you together as a family Lord and I pray for our extended families father that they too will be strong and that we would be examples of unity in you Lord I pray that everything we do would be an example of being one of your disciples and lord i lift up the government to you i pray for president trump and vice president pence and all of the advisors around them for their health lord keep them healthy we pray Uh, father for uh, a move of your spirit upon them give them tremendous wisdom that they would hear your voice for all the very difficult decisions that they have to make on on a daily basis i pray lord for congress as well lord pour out your spirit on congress send revival to washington dc but especially congress lord and let them Learn to speak with, uh, in kindness, Lord, even with people they disagree with. Lord, I pray that there would just be a new spirit there in Congress and people would get along with each other. I pray for the media as well, that there would be revival there, and that you would touch the media uh, again, that, that people's hearts would be changed in such a way that they would desire unity. So, Lord, as this is your country, Father. And this is your day, Lord, that has been set aside, that as we pray, Lord, we are, as it says in Psalm 5-4, we're ordering our prayers, and now we're eagerly watching. We want to see your miracles working not only in our lives individually and not only in our families, but we pray for our government. We pray for our media. We pray for the businesses and, and just all the, the, the wonderful organizations in our country. Father, bless us as we turn to you. Bless us as we seek your face. Bless us as we humble ourselves and pray. Bless us as we turn from our sins. So, Father, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. We worship you this day. And every day. I pray this in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus. Amen.
7: Amen. Thank you for that grateful heart, Rabbi. That's Rabbi Stephen Weiler. Well, gonna wrap things up on this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, the National Day of Prayer. Don't go away. Got something special coming right up.
2: Hey, this is Bill Carl. I'm concerned for my family's health and for yours too. And so is Moss Nissan. And right now, if you've purchased a vehicle from Moss Nissan, now's a great time to refresh the antimicrobial treatment included with Moss Care. It's just another benefit of Moss Care included with the purchase of every new and pre-owned vehicle in Moss Nissan. And this treatment is designed to destroy viruses, germs, and bacteria on all interior surfaces, And right now, the second application is free, so get into Moss Nissan and get that vehicle sanitized. And when you come to any Moss dealership, you can rest assured that their facilities have been scrubbed from stem to stern, keeping you and your family's health in mind. Also know that if you're active military, a veteran, first responder, if you're a pastor or church worker, you're eligible for the You Serve, You Save program, including 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced at Moss Nissan. Visit Moss Nissan today, Newport Ritchie, North Tampa, Crystal River, and at MossNissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com.
7: Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here with some final thoughts on this National Day of Prayer. We hope that you have uh, been blessed and have enjoyed an opportunity from your home, your office, your car, to be a participant in the National Day of Prayer 2020. And you know, it's not only those of us today praying for the nation, well, we've had presidents who've prayed for the nations, numerous presidents. And I want to share the thoughts of one, a president that many revisionists have talked about and questioned his relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm talking about President Thomas Jefferson. He had this prayer for the nation. Almighty God, who has given us this good land for our heritage, we humbly beseech thee that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of thy favor and glad to do thy will. Bless our land with honorable ministry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties, and fashion into one united people, the multitude brought hither out of many kindreds kindreds and tongues, endow thy spirit of wisdom, those in whom thy name we entrust the authority of the government, that there may be justice and peace at home, and that through obedience to thy law, we may show forth thy praise among the nations of the earth, In time of prosperity, fill our hearts with thankfulness, and in the day of trouble, suffer not our trust in thee to fail, all of which we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. That was Thomas Jefferson. And I want to round out today's program with Abraham Lincoln, a prayer you might be familiar of. This was his second inaugural address, March 4, 1865, A Prayer for Peace. Lincoln said, Fondly do we hope, fervently do we pray, that this mighty scourge of war may speedily pass away. Yet if God wills that it continues, until every drop, drop of blood drawn with the lash shall be paid another drawn with the sword, so still it must be said that the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether with malice toward none with charity for all with firmness in the right as god gives us to see the right let us finish the work we are in to bind up the nation's wounds the care for him who shall have been born the battle and for his widow and for his orphans to do all which may achieve and cherish a just and lasting peace among ourselves and with all nations. I know you share my thoughts this afternoon. We live in a special place. We live in a blessed nation. We live in a place where we are so appreciative of God and how his grace has shown on us. I pray that today something was said in prayer that stirred your heart. I pray that as we contemplate our role as citizens in the United States of America, as Christian citizens, that we would remember to be grateful. We would remember how the Lord has taught us to treat one another. And I pray that it's not just for our lifetimes. We have our children, our children's children, and the children's 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 after that. And so that's why this day, religious liberty, we ask the Lord to protect. Religious freedom, we ask the Lord to preserve. And our civil liberties, I pray, Lord, that we never forget that we have inalienable rights that came from you, Lord, not from our government. And I pray that all of us would be steadfast in our prayers for this nation, prayers for our president, leaders in the Congress, our governor, leaders in the state, our local county and state leaders as well. And just pray that they would allow the Lord to direct their paths that they would be open to the wisdom of the Lord and I pray that we would not just pray once a year on this National Day of Prayer in the ways that we have I pray that uh, we would be praying for our nation and our country and for wisdom and direction every day of the year. I'm Bill Bunkley thank you for the honor of being with you today on this special presentation of the National Day of Prayer have a great evening God bless and God bless America